Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. I'm an actor, and one of my favorite things to do is actually go away on location to work. But the other side of that for me is that... I have always had issues as far as sleeping and things like that, and I don't like to be in unfamiliar surroundings when I go to bed. I was on location a few years ago, and um, I was in a hotel room. It was a comfortable, average hotel room, not fancy. I was in room 211. We opened the front door, and then there was the bed, and directly opposite the bathroom door, there were these mirrors, these full-length mirrors. I had stayed in the room I went to sleep, had my usual trouble sleeping, but nothing untoward happened. Everything was fine. But the next night, I did my usual thing, which was to shut all the doors. I always have to shut all the doors, bathroom doors, closet doors, any door, um, windows, whatever. I'm a person that can't sleep with the bedroom door open. Absolutely not. I remember waking up and I could see the reflection of the bathroom door and I told you I had shut it and it was it was cracked open. I thought that was odd, but I figured, you know, I obviously didn't shut it, didn't swing shuts, whatever. So I got out of bed and I shut it and I got back into bed. I dozed off again. Sure enough, I couldn't sleep. A couple hours later, I wake up and I see that the door is open again. But it's not just a crack this time. And I know that I shut the door. So I shut it again. I get back in bed. can't sleep open my eyes and I'm looking in that reflection the door is open and at the bottom of the foot of the bed there was this figure it just was there there was a man at the foot of my bed I was terrified my heart started to pound and I I just felt like I needed to run out of the room I'm trying to get out of the bed and my feet are scissoring back and forth caught in these covers and I can't get out of the bed and it just stayed there and it never changed and it never moved I finally you know kicked the covers off I went down hard on my knees and I kind of went into this half crawl half whatever trying to get to the door 
once I kind of got in this little pool of light by the, the door, I looked back over my shoulder, and there was nothing there. Cello, two-time best-selling author and international speaker on intuition, and you are listening to Real Paranormal Activity Podcast with Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and it is Monday, July 11th, 2022, episode 275. How is everyone out there around the world doing? And I'm always glad to be in the hot seat. As far as announcements are concerned, uh, we had some fair weather, and then we got up into the 90s, and we had humidity, some uh, thunderstorms, and then those went away, so it's still nice weather, not too hot. It's been right around the, you know, lower 80s, mid 80s, upper 70s, most of the time. And that's about it. Everything's going quite well. And just to let you guys know, tomorrow is a brand new episode of Aaron's Horror Show. And then Wednesday, Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas will not be having a new episode. He's taking the week off. And so with that, yeah, pretty short intro. Let's get the show started. And we're going to be doing listener stories yet again. Putting a big den in the backlog. And as always, if you have an experience and you want to write in and have me tell your story, just send it to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. And so, you know what that means. Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. That's right. To the story then. Follow me right this way. No pushing, no shoving, and the fans are going nice and cool in here. Grab a beanbag out of the corner there, find an empty spot on the floor, and don't forget to grab a popsicle. Oh, yeah. That freezer is full of popsicles. And while you guys are doing that, get behind the desk here. I'm getting comfy. And I print off Britt's packet and see what stories he sent us. Yeah. Well, now. Three long stories. Okay, this should be fun. Let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So good when it hits the lips. All right. Let's see here. The first one. This one is uh, by Dan, and it's titled Restroom. Okay, Dan. Let's see what you got, man. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. About 12 years ago, I worked for a large manufacturing company. About a year prior to the story I'm about to tell, the company had just completed construction on a new wing of the building in which I worked. 
Uh, my group had moved into this wing right after its completion. Our offices were on the second floor of the two-story building. There were two women's restrooms in this new wing on the second floor. Due to the type of business it was, they employed very few women. Roughly 20% of the employees were women, and 95% of those were in administrative positions which were located in another building. Because of that, I infrequently saw other women in my part of the building. This meant that when I used a restroom, there was usually nobody else in it. However, the building was built with optimism because there were five stalls and sinks in each woman's restroom. The arrangement of the restroom was such that you walked into the restroom through a door that was separated from the stalls by a wall on the left with an opening through it in which you could see the sinks aligned in a row and one large mirror covering the entire wall above the sinks. The sink faucets were the automatic type that require one to run their hands under them to activate the water, situated directly across from the sinks, so you could see the reflection of the stalls in the mirrors from the restroom doorway, before you even turned the corner into the main restroom area. One day, about a year after we moved into this new wing, I went into the restroom and as I turned the corner I noticed the stall door closed on the middle stall. The floor under the door looked dark like someone's shadow was blocking the light. The stall doors naturally hung open halfway, so I assumed someone was in the stall. I went into the first stall instead of the second in order to maintain some privacy by keeping the stall between us. While in my stall I listened and didn't hear the other person make any noise. No flushing, hand washing, and no sounds of the door opening, nor a person leaving. So. When I finished up and went to wash my hands, I was startled when I looked up into the mirror and saw the third stall door wide open. Not even halfway open, but wide open. I finished washing my hands, using the sink right across from the stall I had used, and wondered if there had been an optical illusion when I walked in that made it appear as if that third stall door was closed. So as I was leaving, I stopped to turn around and look at that stall again to see if I could recreate the image I saw previously. However, when I looked back, the third stall door looked wide open. And furthermore, it was brightly lit because the room light was getting into it. Just as soon as I saw that, the faucet of the sink right across from that stall automatically turned on full blast. My heart felt like it stopped and I was frozen in place, just staring at the water pouring out of the faucet. After about five seconds, the faucet shut off. As soon as the water stopped, I got my senses back and I left the room as fast as I could. I had never experienced the sink faucets in the restrooms turning on unattended before or since. I asked around and I couldn't find anyone, nor did I hear of anyone else who had ever seen that happen there, in the men's or women's restrooms. I also never again saw the bathroom stall doors in any position except halfway open when unoccupied in the remaining five years I worked there. Well, thank you for reading. And that's from Dan. Oh man, Dan, thank you very much. Thank you for sharing. Great story. Yeah, yeah, you know, I uh, that last part with the faucet, you know, with the uh, sensor, you know, um, motion sensor that turns it on. Yeah, a lot of those things are kind of, they go off by themselves, just a, a defect of some sort. But the um, 
the bathroom stall doors yeah that third one the third stall that's pretty interesting you walk in it's closed uh you see a shadow in there okay someone's in there blocking the light you get done you don't hear anybody leave no noises so you know you go and wash your hands you're looking in the mirror and then that third stall door is wide open <laughs> interesting stuff yeah yeah and they make a I think they engineer those stall doors nowadays so if it's unlocked it'll be you know cracked open or halfway open like you say but uh, yeah this is uh, this is wide open I don't know <laughs> okay Dan thank you very much all right yeah that would kind of creep me out you know you know what you saw when you go in there and you didn't you didn't hear anybody leave you just think that the person is still in there yeah you look up in the mirror and you see that stall door wide open <laughs> okay what's next what do we got okay this one is by Raven and it's titled mom's old apartment okay Raven let's see what you got man Grand Rapids Michigan 1973 my mother her boyfriend at that time and my sister who were temporarily staying in an apartment while my mother had to settle some things with the court for unrelated reasons. They could only sleep during the day because the apartment was possessed by what my mother says were evil spirits. At night, these spirits plagued her and her family. She told me that at night she couldn't sleep because she could feel eyes watching her from the foot of the bed. When she stayed up at night, she would sit at the table reading or writing a story, drawing, or calculating her money. She said that she could feel the spirits peering over her shoulder as she sat there. One night, she and her boyfriend were up drawing and they both began to feel an intense pressure on their heads and cold drafts like you would feel coming through an open window or door in winter, even though it was the middle of May. She said it was like someone was trying to get inside of them through their heads. My sister was always having nightmares in that apartment as well, so my mother moved my sister's bed next to her bedroom so she could run quickly to her if she needed to. Mom said that one time my sister woke up from a nightmare and would not stop staring at the wall beside her bed. She also told me that the apartment was always cold even when the heat was on and the stove didn't heat things properly but she always smelled gas upon entry. She had a gas man come out and repair it, but the hauntings continued. One day, my mother had some Christian friends over and they reported feeling like they were constantly being watched and even said they sensed an evil presence. Another time, a woman came over to look at and potentially rent the apartment. So my mom offered to give her a tour, but as she began to lead her through the apartment, she stopped dead in her tracks and refused to go any further, insisting she could see it from where she was at and didn't need to walk any further. Shortly after, she thanked my mother and left. My mother never saw or heard from that woman again. Another possibly unrelated event involved my sister in a bowl of jello. Mom said she absolutely refused to eat her jello and was even scared of it. She kept staring at it and screaming even though she never had an issue with jello before. At some point her Native American boyfriend told the spirits to leave 
and they didn't go away. But the nightly visits decreased in frequency to about uh, once a month. The whole family was overjoyed when things with the court were settled and they could finally leave. My mother has passed now, and I got a lot of this from her diary, and the rest from what I remember her telling me years ago. Keep up the good work. And that's from Raven. Raven, thank you very much for uh, sharing. Great story. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Hmm. Especially when uh, some Christian friends come over, and I'm assuming you didn't tell them about what's going on. And when they got there, they, they're feeling the same things that you're feeling. Uh, so that's a good point. The whole jello thing? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? But yeah, nightmares. Yeah, the whole gas thing. Um, uh, yeah, I, my sister-in-law, they moved into, uh, they're renting out a, a used house. And I don't know, well, about a week after they moved in, there were uh, my niece, sister-in-law, my brother. Every time they came home after doing what they do during the day, work and that sort of thing, you know, after being home for whatever, an hour, we'll say, they kept on getting headaches. Uh, and these felt nausea. And that went on for a couple days. And then, you know, my brother checked it out and he found out what was wrong is that the water heater had a, a small gas leak. Very small, but yeah. And so, <laughs> oh man, uh, things like that can happen. I don't think they were hallucinating or anything, but yeah, kind of weird. So, I mean, you had a gas problem, but yeah, it's not going to make you hallucinate or see or feel things that you're describing here. But yeah, hey, thank you very much for uh, sharing. Great story. All right, what do we got? What do we got next? This is by Cake, and it's titled, It All Started. Okay, Cake. See what you got, man. The experiences in this story I don't remember and have been told to me by my family members. We were on the Isle of Iran for my paternal nan and grandpa's wedding anniversary, and I was two years old. I was being put to bed on the first night and said to my man, Who is that lady in the funny clothes? pointing in the corner of the room. Obviously, there was nobody there, and they put it down to my imagination, which it could well have been. Secondly, my maternal grandmother lives in a house that isn't an old house, and as far as I know, nobody has died in there, but it has the most creepiest feeling I can't explain. As a child, I apparently would ask my nan who the funny man slash lady slash dog was in different rooms of the house. Again, I cannot recall this, so it could well have been my imagination. A lot of the things that have happened, I would like to hope have an explanation, as I am a rational person and, to be honest, secretly quite scared of the unknown. My nan seems to be susceptible to things, but is the most skeptical. My nan used to do Ouija boards on her lunch break at work, not because she believed in it, but just because all her colleagues liked a good laugh. One time, the glass spelled out the name of her deceased grandfather, 
but she wasn't paying attention and was thinking about jobs she had to do when she got home. The man leading the seance slash Ouija board thing said, Does anybody know, uh, insert her grandfather's name, and nobody spoke until he repeated it, and my nan came back to reality and said, Oh yeah, it's my granddad. The glass then went super fast from K to L to M over and over again. Nobody had any idea what it meant until years later after she was recounting the story to a friend and realized they are my nan's initials. As mentioned, my nan's house has always had a strange feeling about it. When I was about 15, she and my grandpa went on holiday and I was allowed to use the house for schoolwork. I would get off the bus after school and go there to play at being grown up, making my own tea and then doing some work. One day I went upstairs to use the toilet and had an overwhelming feeling to go into one of the bedrooms. I walked in and a vase of flowers had been knocked off the window ledge and were under the bed all laid out. My nan's ladies, as we called them, white ornaments she collected of Victorian ladies, were placed under the bed also. I know that I cried and was shaking, left the house without locking it, and went home. I told my dad, and he said it was probably the wind, even though the vase didn't smash and everything was laid out so perfectly and weird. I am an adult now with kids of my own, and he still denies this ever happened when I talk about it. Recently, my nan has told me of an experience of her own in this bedroom. She was leaving the room and glanced back to switch off the light. She saw a black mist in a body shape at the top of the bed. It slid all the way down the bed and disappeared into the floor. Oh God, when she told me this, I had the worst goosebumps and said, What did you do? She replied, "Uh, Nothing. I just shook it off and went downstairs. So it was probably my imagination. I have no idea how that can happen, and she thinks it's nothing. Thanks for reading. Yeah, man, that was from Cake. Cake, thank you very much for sharing. That's a great story. Kind of spooky. Yeah, you know, we get uh, stories like what you mentioned uh, in the, the last part with that bedroom. You know, things being rearranged, but nice and neatly. Stuff like that creeps me out. And it's pretty cool that your nan uh, is skeptical, you know. <laughs> but she seems to, like you said earlier, uh, she's a lot more sensitive and feeling seeing these things. Interesting stuff. Yeah, thank you for sharing. And that is it, guys. That's all Britt sent me. And as always, we're flattered that you come to the RPA Network. Thank you for watching, listening. Hopefully you find something you like. And don't forget, send in your own stories to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. You can uh, go to realparanormalactivity.com. You can get the free RPA app. Just do a search in your app store, Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and you'll see our iconic aqua blue eye icon. And download that for free. Fully functional with video capability. And if you're at work and you listen to uh, some of these audio platforms, we're on all the major audio platforms such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, etc., etc. 
and we're on 30 different platforms now. So if you are on something different, just do a search for us. Uh, if you get tired of listening to music and you want to get your spook on, we're probably on that platform. And with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britt, and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man, we love it. Oh yeah, we do. As always, thank you, and good night.